Welcome to the Mind Over Matter podcast with Heather Hakes, where mindset is everything. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe and share this episode with your friends. This podcast was created to help open your awareness to the truth of who you are, a limitless being. You are worthy and deserving of an abundant and prosperous life. It's time to peel back the false beliefs and remember who you are, light and love. For additional resources or to contact me directly, please visit my website, heatherhakes.com. Again, that's heatherhakes.com. Without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to episode number 367. Today's guest is going to share with you how to access your personal freedom. Make sure you tune in all the way to the end. Welcome to today's interview. I brought on Jeff Harris. Jeff, welcome. Well, thank you. Thank you for uh, having me come on. I'm really excited for this. I've been looking forward to this for quite some time. Well, and Jeff and I have previously talked. We're connected on social media as most of my guests and I, that's how we connect. Um, But we have a common bond, which is A Course in Miracles. But Jeff, I would love, before we dive into that, if you could give a little background, where do you live and what do you do? Right now, I live in, it's called West Jordan. It's a suburb uh, community of Salt Lake City or Salt Lake County. It's kind of the uh, um, Westminster of Denver. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of. Um, And right now I am helping. I'm still doing some consulting on tax work and some real estate, but mostly I'm just finishing authoring my book. Uh, and then I'm putting together an online course so I can teach that to couples. And the book is Dragon Shit Crazy, right? Dragon Shit Crazy, exactly. What's like the high-level overview? What is that book going to be about? The bird's eye view of it is, is this, that uh, the, the bottom line is what I've come to realize there's, as Gary teaches um, and the course teaches, there's levels of consciousness. And... Gary Renard, for those that don't know. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And and this is my version. Like I said, this is my uh, 550 have a cup of coffee version. Okay. So there's three levels of consciousness. The very basic level is is the primordial part of it. Physical, um, to work, to grind things out, um, to defend things. All right. The second level is the emotional level, the feeling level, which is where the feminine level, the first level is masculine. The second level is feminine. And the third level is the where is to come fully aware and remember of what we are. And then you walk out. of, And like I said, this is my version that you walk out of and become fully aware and remember what we, our true identities are. Question, because that just made me think, and you're talking levels of consciousness. Is this the same as like 3D, 4D, 5D? Or, okay, totally different thing. Okay. What brought me to this was one when I got divorced after a 30-year marriage. We got married young, and we didn't have to. We did everything to the Mormon specifications of getting married. Um, and uh, I know we loved each other when we divorced because we had three wonderful kids and that just didn't happen out of mistakes. I mean, it just didn't happen. But what I came to realize is I didn't understand her. 
I really didn't. I thought I did, but I didn't. And then as I went on that, uh, and that way my mind works, I love simplicity. And it was so confused. And it was after you get through the, the, the blame and everything that goes with it on a breakup or divorce and the longer, the harder is I wanted to know more about her. Pardon the interruption. If this content is resonating with you, I want to offer you some additional resources. Check out my website, heatherhakes.com and take the free life assessment. This is a great tool to take inventory in life where you're feeling in alignment and abundant and where you're simply feeling stuck, stressed out, or as someone recently emailed me, completely ruining their life. I've also created a self-study course all about mindset and manifesting. Again, check out my website, heatherhakes.com and click on course. Finally, if you are ready to deep dive and really transform your life, I offer one-on-one coaching. I will teach you what has taken me years and tens of thousands of dollars to learn in which you can start implementing right now. To learn more and schedule your free strategy call, visit heatherhakes.com forward slash coaching. Now back to regular programming. What I really want to know is why I did what I did and what happened, what really truly happened, a true cause and effect. Because I had learned that with my introduction to the course through Dr. Dyer and whatnot, but I really hadn't focused on it. Then that's what led me into Buddhism, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, I got heavy into the course. So there's two things you just pointed out there that I want to discuss. Number one, though, can we kind of deep dive, and th- this is something I'm very passionate about, If and I want people to understand how powerful we are as creators, how we are source, source energy is, is God um, moving, working through us. And so this whole idea of cause and effect, can you explain that? I believe that we first feel something. Then we think about it, and then we act on it, and then we get results, and we feel about our results, which starts it every, all over again. And there's always a cause before you have an effect. There's a why. There's a why. What you did, what you did, why you did it, across the board for everything. Uh, and I know for me that we're beyond what we think we are. We can track where a thought comes into the brain. We're marvelous at so many things on the physical level. But where did that thought come from? It came from nothingness, where everything comes from. And I focused on that for a long time as, what is this nothingness that, and especially the gurus of old have always talked about that nothingness, the gap between each thought. Well, and what you're saying on cause and effect that everything in our life, and especially the course teaches this is a projection from our mind. So if listeners understand that everything is first a thought and a feeling from our mind projected and experienced externally, and that's the effect. So the thought creates the experience is is what I'm trying to say. And so, yes, if everybody really understood 
oh, I created that scarcity and poverty and the ending of that relationship because of the cause in my mind, I can also reverse it and create more abundance and prosperity and love and freedom and joy. Is that fair? I can reverse and get, get closer to what I truly want. Yeah. That's breaking insanity. Well, and can you share a little more? Something you told me is that you had a major roadblock in life, which led you to doing, I think if I, I want to call it curiosity, but doing that work, reading books, seeking answers to your, your roadblock is what you call it. Can you explain more of that? Something I, I, I love simplicity. Every time I've applied something that uh, get down to the simple facts of it, it, it become very more rewarding, productive for me in my life, always. <clears throat> but after the breakup, after the divorce, I just was on this eternal, I mean, I was driven. Sometimes it would just drive me nuts. And I was on a, and I went on a reading binge on, and anything was footnote by something I did like, I'd follow up on that with that author, maybe. And I was driven to find out what the true root cause is and the true cause of fact, the true, why are we even here for? Yeah. Why are we, why do we have to be in this much pain all the time? And losing my, losing my family was a, devastating to me. It was my whole identity. Then I ran across numbers that <clears throat> um, 70% of all suicides are adult males. Not little 14, 15 year old girls that had broke up and they went off and drank some of their fathers and, you know, whatever. It was adult males blowing their brains out. That's what really started to have me focus on the true cause and effect. And then um, I started focusing on relationships where the cause of it. Then like I said, I was said before I got into the levels of consciousness and what really focused on me was that <clears throat> Buddha, Siddhartha, the original Buddha, and Jesus, really, it was like they knew each other. Their teachings and their attribute and their approach was so similar in, every, in what they did and the results. And one thing I did notice, for me anyways, is why did Jesus need to get married and have Mary. That always puzzled me until I started realizing um, he needed Mary because of her level of consciousness or femininity because uh, you guys feel deeper than we do as males. And your, your vibrations are closer to how God feels, which means you start to understand how God thinks. Like Einstein says, I, I don't want to, I want to know how God thinks. Dr. Dyer says, I want to know how God laughs. <laughs> you see what I mean? Yeah. And he, for me anyways, I came to realize he needed Mary to get through that, to be enlightened. They be, in my opinion, they become enlightened together. They made that final enlightenment and they really totally realized remembered everything we we truly all are, all are and jesus turned around and said everything i've done you can do and you will do it 
that's what really set in stone for me. What does it mean to remember who you truly are? For me, it was a holy instant, like the Course teaches. And for me, um, it was about halfway through when I, I started the course, I decided, you know, I'm going to just go through it and do exactly what the course says to do. <laughs> you know, quit trying to sidestep, but just get, just, you know, spend the time and get through it. And I did. And about three quarters of the way through, I had some, one night I just had one incredible feeling I was connected to everything. Mm. Was I, it a sense I of- I didn't even think it. I knew it. I was connected to everyone and everything. It was incredible. Was that a sense of freedom and peace? It was beyond that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, so I knew I was connected to everything and I knew I could put, do anything I put my mind to it. And I knew we were all connected. I it's, you have to experience it. Then we're trying to verbalize it. Yeah. Okay. So if somebody is new to the course or hasn't heard of a course in miracles, let me give my quick brief, what I understand of it. And then I want you to do more because you're way more involved. And it's something I've dabbled with actually mm -hmm. for like a decade, but a course in miracles, more or less, there's a front section of it called the text. And what is it like 600 pages? And then there's an actual, there's a daily lesson. So every day for an entire year. And the whole point, I see the course in miracles as Although there is a bit of a religious context because it talks about God and Jesus and the sonship, it really is all about, it's a mind retraining to get us out of fear and into love. So I see it as getting us out of these low vibe limitation states of mind into the essence of who we truly are, which is abundant, um, you know, we come from that one consciousness, the one source. And we're not these separate identities. I am not Heather. You are not Jeff. Exactly. Well stated. Okay. Well stated. Very well stated. But since you've done the work for much longer than I have, and you've actually really gone through and done the daily lessons for this mind retraining, it really is like flipping your world upside down. I think there's so much confusion and questioning and, you know, so how have you been able to decipher your beliefs and perspectives and i i love einstein's work i read a lot on einstein einstein came up said the definition of of insanity is repeating the same thing over and expecting different results yeah and it is it's mind it just mind-bending insanity mm -hmm. but what most people don't understand is he also defined what sanity is and sanity is now i understand how insane i used to be Okay. It's an awakening and understanding, and you bless what you went through. You don't condemn it anymore. You bless mm. what you went through. For sure. Well, because if we remember, we are the cause of every effect, right? So I think it's exactly. having forgiveness for yourself that I did the best I could with what I knew at the time. But now that I know more and I know better, do better, think different, act different. And that's the the new that's the shift the paradigm shift and pivot the course teaches us and the course literally helps you do that pivot 
And when you start doing it, you start going, this is fun. And you don't react like you used to have. Have you learned to take life less serious? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I watch the news and part of it is the practice of none of this is real. This mm-hmm. is an non illusion. And most of the time, and now you can pretty well protect what's going to happen. Yeah. The ego wants us in pain and it wants us dead. It doesn't care how it does it. It just does want that's what it wants. And what we truly are want is pure love. And love compounds on itself. It cannot do anything but that. That's why we were extended and created from as God. So we can extend love back to God. It's a beautiful, wonderful plan. And unlike what a lot of religions teach, which I really don't want to go down that soapbox, but what I understand a lot of religions teach is, you know, you're guilty, you're a sinner, you're going to go to hell if you mess up. And the course teaches that because all of this is an illusion, none of that happened and we are forgiven and we are whole and we are complete and our purpose is joy. Well, it's, it's insane. And so, and so crazy to, to think that everybody was in, that was in your dream, your bad dream last night is to be condemned, including yourself. We all know it was an illusion. That dream was nothing but an illusion. Yeah. Okay. So something you shared with me, one of your favorite lessons from A Course in Miracles is lesson 130, choose once again. Can we talk about the importance of choice and that this can be a happy life? Everything is choice. Uh, All the great minds have said that. Uh, Everything is a choice. Like I said, what I've learned is to pivot bless the good part of whatever is going on because there's always a positive fashion of it. Yeah. All right. And then what isn't going on that's negative or whatever is about it that you want changed. And how can I change that and make it more, whatever it is I want to make it for everybody's benefit. I always try to make it a win. What I liked about it, everything's a win-win in this life or don't bother it. If you, I mean, if I can take about 30 seconds, I went to a course when I, everything happened, I, I, I went to a course and it was put on by one of the guys that actually developed NLP. He got it approved. Uh, now it's a bachelor program at the university and other colleges. Mm-hmm. Tony Robbins just grabbed a book of it, learned the first stages of it, and then went out and promoted it. Okay. And that's great. All right. <clears throat> and I went through and he loved the course too. And I took it, and the first thing he had, he had all these professionals, doctors, attorneys, all, all of us were in there. There's about 100 of us, all right? Anyways, long story made short, he split it up in two different groups, and he called it the win-win. And he had all these rules to it, how to score it. The very basic one was everybody has to be positive and nobody wins. We went on this thing for six hours. No breaks, nothing. And our back, and we, and me, and another pr- lady that had a huge business here we we were wiping those guys off we can hear them in the background go oh they do that you know and we're going and this little lady that came there to pick up her or he was knitting she goes guys everything has to be positive 
Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> we came in, brought everybody together, and we scored everything. And he wrote down, and we just obliterated, and they were negative three. And he went with pens like this, and he goes, you all dumb son of a bitches. You just lost this many man hours, and nobody won. Mm. If none of us win, if not all of us don't win, none of us win. And then I always took him, oh, we were going, you can't believe that. Oh, and they was right. And well, then I always stuck with me. Keep it a win-win. And the course is a true win-win for everybody. Well, I think the important thing to know is I believe we're very much conditioned into competition, me against you, look at politics. You know, we're in a world of, world of duality. But the truth is we are all connected. And the, the metaphor I love to use is we're all a droplet from the same ocean. So if we all treated each other as ourselves, because that's what we are, there's enough for all of us. There's no need for competition and greed and slack and scarcity. And, you know, there's no need for any of that. We all can win big. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. We're all connected. We've never not been connected. We can think we're not but we have always been connected. We always will be connected and projecting our fears onto everybody else. That's what forgiveness is all about. You forgive others. You forgive yourself. I'm an identical twin. I haven't seen my twin for 10 years. We had a fight and everything else. And he, and his wife didn't want me to see him blot, et cetera. And after I got divorced, all of it, we got a family party coming up and they called me, said how we want to invite your, his name's Craig. You know, I want to invite him over. All right. But he's scared to see you. Yeah. And I started laughing. I says, let me get this straight. We came out of the womb together. <laughs> I'll still answer by his name. And I says, he's scared to see me for what reason? I said, they're all illusions in his head. Right. I want to see my brother. Why wouldn't I? Yeah. Have I ever made the comment, never contact me, never, uh, nothing? He goes, well, no. I says, then the problem's all in his head, isn't it? Well, and I, all relationships, family, romantic, friend, work, whatever, relationships are such an opportunity for forgiveness and growth. And I would love for you to talk about um, your acronym JAFO. And what is, you know, a lot of people talk about forgiveness, but what is the power in forgiveness? The power of forgiveness is everything. We, we can't be enlightened and move on out of this ego-based programming until we understand that I have to forgive. I don't have to do anything, but I have to forgive whatever person's coming into my life and anything of a negative nature. I have to, I need to see them as the perfection that they are, but I can't see my perfection until I see theirs. That's how it works. Yeah. Jeff, oh, just another forgiveness opportunity. If I'm having negative feeling about them, all right. It's my feeling. It's my thoughts. It's what, and I can control that and I can change that. 
you walk into a room, the best example I heard is you walk in a room of 50 people. You got 50, <clears throat> um, what's the word I'm like? Um, perspectives. Perspectives, okay, of who and what you are, right? Mm -hmm. And you know that walking into it, it affects you, all right? Now you walk into that room, change that, you walk into that room of 50 people, and they all see you as nothing but pure God identity that's perfection, and they want to listen to everything you have to say. They want to listen to and support everything you have to say. Please teach us. Please help us. Now that, what kind of feeling is that? Powerful. Yeah. It's limitless. What we can do together on that. All right. That's what forgiveness is. That's just a start of what forgiveness and it heals on levels we don't even understand. It's about healing. Well, and, you know, I think the course is a great it's a path. I don't think it's the path for everyone. I believe as there's 8 billion people, we're all on our own journeys, whatever that may be. But since you started it and, and you are quite immersed in it, um, what has been the biggest gift in doing the work the course teaches? I'm never alone. I'm never alone. So... <clears throat> if we knew who walked beside us. Yeah. I, I have chills. Yeah. We'd fear nothing. It makes me think of that. Um, and there's more. It, it's a Jesus one, but you know, when there's footprints on the sand and there's that second set walking with you always there and uh, i've had so many instances in my life and and who's there so yeah so i have a question from that stance because i know a lot of people especially in this last year plus right and what's gone down globally a lot of people have felt very isolated very alone uh you know i think there's this talk of high depression rates and whatever so when you are in that space of feeling so alone and what have you been able to call out and, and ask for support or ask for guidance? What have you done to get you out of that space? Every morning I, I, <clears throat> I uh, meditate and if you just 30 seconds, it doesn't, there's not a time limit or minimum to anything. Just, yeah. Clear your mind for just a second. I ask the Holy Spirit to, to um, take care of all my thoughts for me. Do all my thinking for me. Can I interrupt real quick? Sure. I'm glad you brought that up because I actually, and this is something the Course teaches. Actually, no, no, no. It's Marianne Williamson's book, A Return to Love. And right. she goes through different scenarios in life. But let's say, as an example relationships and dating can be quite a trigger. And so if, um, if you're feeling that state of stress or anxiety or the what ifs and now this monkey mind and you're playing all these games, mm -hmm. I've been able to, oh, I caught myself. And I literally asked, I was like, and just like Marianne does in her book and she has kind of a little prayer in there, but 
you know, this is it. This is when I feel the dagger in the heart. Please, please help turn my thoughts around. Show me. But we have to become intentional and aware, I believe, about being mindful. But we have to ask for the help, ask for the guidance, ask for that to be taken. Right there. You said out of the whole conversation we could ever have or have had, that's the one statement you have to remember out of everything. You have to ask. Yeah. And is that so question for you? The course teaches that the Holy Spirit, we have access to that all the time. Like it's it's sitting there hanging out and waiting, but it needs our permission. So it's when we ask, then this can step in and help us and guide us. But we have to ask. That's the basis of what we are. The lot okay. the the Holy Spirit knows exactly what we are. It knows what we created and knows the way to undo it and get out of it. It has to be undone. We can't do it for ourselves. And there's no judgment. We're not sinners. We're not guilty. We're pure innocence. And, and Holy Spirit wants to help. And it will never invade that. Yeah. It will never invade that. You can't destroy something that's, <clears throat> that's eternal. All right, that's limitless, all right, and invulnerable. It can't be done. God didn't what... extend junk. It can't, it, it can only, you can only extend what you are. Mm-hmm. Now you can think you're junk, but you can never not be exactly what you are. So I would love for you to offer some words of wisdom because I feel like much of society is in this limited perspective, limiting beliefs, lack, scarcity, not enoughness, but that is not the truth of who we are. So what are your words of wisdom to help anyone shift from less than what they truly are into the truth of who they are? How do you get from these two perspectives? Laugh. Make a joke out of all of it. It's just one big clusterfuck. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. laugh about it. Right. Right. Uh, you know, you, you know, it's funny. He, laughter is such a healing situation. Mm. And nothing's funnier than looking back and, and telling about the idiosyncrasies and all the scripts that we do. We're just one big fuck up waiting to happen all the time. So yeah. laugh about it. Have fun with it. Joke. Have humor. I You're love that. Awesome. Awesome. How is important to have somebody a man come into your life that's funny to be with this has humor yeah. that's very attractive isn't it well and i love that because you can't be joy and laughing and humor and stressing anxious and worried at the same time you can't you can be, yeah i agree but you, you get to choose which one okay I laugh, love of that. The, laugh of the folly of it all oh uh. It's just one big clusterfuck all the time. Just, yes. <laughs> okay, we, so yeah, is and that the we can decide how to ex- how to preview it, how to look at it, how to or what's in it for me? What can, you know? What can I glean out of this and laugh at it? It just and have fun, enjoy so, it. So Jeff, on a light note, is that the key takeaway that life is one big clusterfuck? Just laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. We're all going to be born. We come in naked. We leave naked. You're not going to take a thing with you. Yep. And it ain't going to happen. Yep. 
So you take some experiences, you take some relationships with you, and wherever we go, we go. But we go somewhere. Something happens. It's always happening. And to have fun. Always have fun. Isn't that the type of people are just, you just love being around? Yeah, that's the energy because we all, we're all energy. We're all vibing. And you know those people that have the big smile, just this radiant sunshine energy. I'm thinking of Mm -hmm. this one girl right now, but that's who we all are. So, oh, I love the quote. And I don't know if it was Joe Dispenza or who, but it's who are you pretending not to be? Exactly. Okay, I love that. Yeah. Like I said, I've got a little bit of different perspective because I have an identical twin. Mm -hmm. We're mirror images and et cetera, et cetera. So I always grew up wanting my own identity until I finally gave up and said, hey, there's advantages to this. And there was. Uh, so I know what it is to have some to project what you are in somebody else and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So and you can either make it fun and positive or you can make it ugly. It's up to you. Like I said, I haven't seen my brother in 10 years. And I figured there's a going to, I know him. He's going to come around. You're going to be mad at me. I go, I haven't said anything. It's all on your mind. Yeah. And then we'll get together and eventually we'll, you know, you know, screw you. If I get blah, 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 blah. We'll start laughing about it. Like it never happened. And we will. I'd love to wrap up the interview. So I have a couple of rapid fire questions for you. Sure. What is a quote or motto that you live by? We are God's perfection. We can never not be. I'm just like really feeling that right now. Yeah. Well, I, after uh, being a grandfather, th- that really honed in on that because <clears throat> my grandchildren are nothing but perfection. Yeah. What is a book you are currently reading or highly recommend? Actually, right now, I'm going back through uh, 50 Miracle Principles by um, Kenneth Wadnick. Have you seen that before? I have not. Yeah, you can order it off of. A friend of mine gave it to me. And he goes over the 50 Course Principles. Very in-depth. And uh, I'm going back through that again. I haven't... I just, this is where it's taken me and I'm going back through that again. I highly recommend that. If you like the course, Kenneth actually helped put the course together. You know that? Yeah, I do. He was the third party that helped, helped arrange and put it together. And he was a brilliant, he's very brilliant. So I, I wrote it like down. That. Yes. Uh, that um, um, uh, Power of Habits is really good. Uh, James Clear. I like his work. Um, that's what I'm reading right now. So, okay. Final question for you. What advice would you give your younger self? Do what makes your heart sing. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about the money. Don't worry about what people say. Just do what your heart sings and it will help somebody else. And everything else will follow. It's not if it will, it's just will. You're guaranteed it will. And quit worrying about what everybody else has to say. So you're being spoken to all the time. Listen, 
take heed of it, learn to be quiet. And what you, when you're, when you're stimulated to go do something, do it. Sometimes you don't ask questions, go get it done and have fun. God, have fun. Quit. Do not take it so seriously. Those are some good bullet point notes to write down. So, and what a great note to end on. Jeff, thank you so much for joining me. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me again. So, thanks for tuning into today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with your friends. I'd love to connect with you on the social platforms. You can add me on Instagram at heather.hakes or subscribe to my YouTube channel, Heather Hakes. I'll catch you on the next episode.